0: Welcome, welcome back to the God Factor Podcast, where we have conversations about what it means to live with intention and with purpose. And today I have... Um two guests on the podcast the first time i'm having two guests at a time and um i have jim Wake and charles of win at love um i came across their profile on instagram um i'm very random when it comes to things like this i literally just go on my export page praise the holy spray and he just leads me and that's just how i found their profile and um their tagline on instagram was very interesting married within six months and i knew that i had to reach out to them because i want to know i'm very very interested in knowing their story so i reached out and they accepted to be on the podcast and here we are today so i'm going to leave it to jimoke and charles to introduce themselves and they are going to dive into the conversation so jimoke and charles please over to you who are you guys
1: <laughs> so my name is charles um <laughs> And my wife here is Jim <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah,
1: so I was born and raised here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and she uh, is Yoruba. So uh, I would
3: say
0: it's introduce yourself and oh. me, I'll
4: introduce
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. Okay. So, the national I am, crowd don't know what you talking
3: about. I
1: Sorry. am <laughs> Black American. That's that's okay, baby. You know, we're here. I'm Black American, uh, born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I love California. it. Uh, yep. I love um, it. I love it. Here I am. I how long
0: have you been
1: walking with the Lord? Uh, my whole life, actually. Uh, hmm. so my mother is a pastor. My okay. father is a pastor. My grandfather is a pastor. My uh, grandmother served um, highly in the church. Wow. Uh, so I grew up uh with the word, um, especially for my mother and my grandmother, uh, and I accepted Christ for myself uh when I went to college on my mm-hmm. own. I accepted him for myself. I, I believe it was twenty eleven, maybe twenty twelve or mm-hmm. twenty eleven when I accepted Christ for myself. Uh and from then it's been, you know, a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, a, jar- a journey since then.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to dive mm-hmm. more into that conversation, but
3: anywho, Jumoke, tell us about you, who's Jumoke? Um, hello everybody, uh, my name is Jumoke.
0: <laughs> and can do an accent,
3: I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I but, um, my name is Jumoke, um, I was born in Lagos, Nigeria, Omo-Lagosian. Okay.
0: lagosian
3: okay, lagosian <Baris. Ushe> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with a splash of Edo. But, you know... Oh, nice. your dad? So, uh, is your dad Edo? Who's the Edo? Where's the splash of Edo from? Uh, my mom's dad. Oh, okay. So, okay. technically, my mom is Edo because you right the ethnicity of your... Of your dad, Yoruba. right. Right. Her mother was Yoruba. My dad is Yoruba. And so, I'm three-quarters Yoruba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Ooh, okay so I, I lived everywhere but i hmm. spent majority of my life in south florida that's where i was raised mostly. okay um in south florida like miami metropolitan area the suburbs okay. and um i grew up in the church but i i wasn't saved until college so okay i grew up um um and I guess in churches that just kinda, you know, was more, more moralism and Pentecostal. I didn't actually hear the gospel until college. I think that's crazy, but you know, um I did not know that you can have a relationship with God. I was kind of taught um, works. Just be a good person, pay your tithes and you go to heaven. Right. So I was never actually um I never actually heard the good news until college. And that's when I accepted Christ for myself. But it's kind of wild because the whole time I thought I was Christian. I wasn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did not know God for myself. Um, I never actually gave my life to Christ. Um, uh-huh. Like I said, just go to church, pay your tithes, be a good person, uh-huh. bless your abilities. That was what I was taught.
1: So uh-huh.
3: um, I got saved 2014, November, 2014. Wow. In college. Um, since then, I have been faithfully walking with the Lord. Um you know, uh, I started two ministries. Um, I wrote a book. Oh, nice! What's the mo- What's the name of your book? Um cracking the dream code: a practical and a biblical approach to dream interpretation.
0: Oh, nice! Okay, yeah. I'm going
3: to check that out. Yes, yeah, so I started a ministry called Seek uh. My Purpose International, where we empower women to discover their purpose in Christ Jesus. Uh. I started another ministry that had to merge into SOP was Prophecya, which we discipled gifted and prophetic Christians um i have a business godly femme in which i um coach spirit-filled women to level up through the art of godly femininity Uh and um i feel like there's some oh yeah then i did a lot of praise dance i had a praise dance team in college and then
0: Uh but yeah that's what i've done for the kingdom and Uh (laughs) wow that's beautiful that's beautiful um a lot of things to unpack there um obviously like I said the reason why I reached out to the both of you was just because I saw that tagline married within six months so please tell me how did you guys meet each other
1: (laughs) (laughs) we we met on the dating app Upward
0: Um, okay I've never heard of that before is it a new one or yeah
3: it's relatively new I, I don't know I see that you live in Canada right yeah, I mean Canada, yeah. I don't know if it's popular in Canada, but I, mm-hmm. I saw it um on an app on Instagram. You saw it on TikTok?
1: Yeah, I saw it through an ad on TikTok. Yep.
3: Yeah, and I saw it wow. through
0: an ad on Instagram. Wow, okay, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm.
1: okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's how we met. Uh, I saw her and I was like, oh
2: she then oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, now we
3: got a super like real quick. Yeah, we super like <laughs> 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 super like. So we just yeah. liked each other we okay. had Briefly on the app You know, we had a conversation And then he's like, yeah, okay So um, when can we go on a date? And I said, well, I'm free either tomorrow or the weekend He said, oh, we quit Okay, let's do it tomorrow
2: wow. So we went
3: on a date The next day, it took me to nice fancy restaurants I saw three dollar signs I said, Okay <laughs> 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 and then we went on like four dates in the span of like eight days so we went on that first date, then we went on another date on the weekend then we went on another day on sunday to bahama breeze and then we had another date like what was it monday tuesday
1: so yeah, like like yeah. Yeah. yeah so
3: four dates in the span of one of you, you could tell we were off the chain
0: uh, <laughs> and <laughs> since then four yeah. days in a span of how many days about a week. Yeah, about a week. About a week. About a week. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. And when did you guys meet each other?
1: July eighteenth is when we matched. Um, twenty
0: twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Wow. Oh my goodness. Like that's so intriguing. So how did you know? Like, did you? So when you met her, like when you saw her on Upward, Charles, did you know you were gonna marry her? Like, did it come to your mind that oh, this is my wife? <laughs>
1: Uh, I wouldn't say so. I would say I saw that she was hot.
0: (laughs) I like how honest you are. I like how honest you are. (laughs) I like how honest you are. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then um, for you, Jumoke, like you said, you super liked him. What was that about? Like what made you super like his profile?
3: Well, I'll tell you why I didn't super like him, but I'm gonna tell you why I did not identify him immediately as my husband just yet. Mm-hmm. But I super liked him because that's a whole long story, but um, Please just let I us know. know. I, uh-huh. I'll give you the spark notes. So <laughs> So I had just entered a season of dating. Right? Okay and there's more to that because I was single for six years. Okay. Wow. And I had just entered into a season of dating unintentionally actually it's like I went outside and high quality men were just noticing me and I was, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like oh so um and you're probably gonna ask me a whole bunch of questions so let me just say the whole thing so yeah hey, and this is something that we're talking about now um through our platform what held me back and why the huge part of why I was single for so long was because I held on too tightly to the concept of the one
0: right And Mm,
3: what does that mean? The one as in like, there's only one person that God has for you. Right. And it has to work out with that person.
2: Mm.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. now, is there the one for a season? I believe so.
2: Mm. After a
3: lifetime or until they pick you. No. And that's what I didn't know. Right. So I was dating um, some, I was dating my ex in college right? Uh And I met him a few months after I got saved. Uh So, you know, we were together for like a year and a half and it was Uh a great relationship, but then we broke up and that was so traumatizing and devastating. Uh And I didn't realize I walked into an unintentional single season, but I knew I had to be single for that season. What was happening though, around that time was I was getting dreams, revelation, prophecies that he was going to come back. Right, yeah,
0: your ex and, was gonna come back, yeah, okay, and
3: that like we will come back together, mm-hmm. right? So, at first, I said that sounds kind of crazy, I'm gonna hold you, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wanted to move on, but also, I'm like trying to follow the leading of God because mm-hmm. I know part of that whole journey, you know, of me being single for so long, um, it definitely developed me and my character and prepared me for my right, right, right here, yeah, yeah, so. What happened was over the years, I'm like, okay, this is so much more we can unpack. That's, that could be a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we had tried to reconcile a couple of times, but it just did not work. So and he came back. He, so he came back. Came back is a, you know, quotes, but yeah, reconciled. Yeah. Okay. Right? And it didn't work. Mm. Right. Um, It just, it didn't work <laughs> It did not work <laughs> I was sitting like Okay, what's going on? Right? Like, uh, I had therapy I had to finally release all of that And, you know, it was cute For the first couple of years But after that, I'm like, this is dumb And <laughs> I did not know that God even moved on This one, yeah, moved on He was in two relationships right now He got engaged the week that we got married You know what I'm saying? Wow. And he moved on So what is going on? Like I feel like I'm sitting here waiting for the one. Mm. But it didn't work out. Did you think he was the one at the time? Yes, I do believe that God Uh, presented him as an option, but it didn't work. Okay. Right? He was in a different place, I was in a different place, and eventually we're just going like this. Mm. We're not compatible anymore. We're compatible, Mm. but we're not compatible now. Mm. So anyways. I had no idea that that season of grace had ended. Mm. And I was still sitting here
2: praying,
3: eating, and Mm. like really frustrated. Mm. So, like that's why I say I unintentionally walked into dating because I was Mm. with a guy with this whole concept of the one and I'm like, so literally I just walked outside, you know, uh, Mm. first guy that approached me. Men had approached me over time, but this is the this was new because you know it's after the pandemic. I'm a grown woman, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know. <laughs> and um, I went outside really. And the first person to approach me was a lawyer, and he was more to my standards. Now, I was like, oh, you No, know, I'm not trying to date because I was still trying to hold on to the one he's wow. no, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this is so six he- years later yes this was last year wow that's what i'm saying last year Screen. this was may i I like intentionally walked into dating i love your strength (laughs) wow it was faith it truly was faith and when i I started to you know interact with different men i went back to god and i said hold on something's not adding up Mm. these suitors are better they're more at my standards they're more compatible. Uh-huh. They're more of what I desired and where I'm going than this knucklehead. <laughs> this bubble. I said, so why are we still waiting on him? Uh-huh. Realizing God moved on. Even Holy Spirit was like, go, go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm right here. Go. And I said, wow. hey. So that's really I just cause I almost didn't date because I was still holding so tightly. Wow. Holy Spirit said, Hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, would, are you interested in getting to know yada yada yada? And it was a conversation. So I never went out to dating just by myself. By God, it was. I kept going back to God. I'm like, God, oh, you see this man? You see this man? I see it. Mm-hmm. I see. It. Yes, uh, I see. So eventually, when um, I I was in D.C. at the time, I moved back to Atlanta, and it was a it was an impulsive thing to for me to get on dating apps because I was so against it. For so many years, I'm like, you're trying to play God. You need to just wait on the one. But you remember, like, I'm in a place of deconstruction and reconstruction. With mm. your so I jumped on. And literally, I mean, the f- the first time I jumped on dating apps, I was on Hinge and Upwards. I said, this is too much. Mm-mm. This is a part-time <laughs> job. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming. I'd actually just paused my profile after just 12 hours. I said, Mm-mm. Wow. That week, I vetted my matches. Because, you know, I'd, again, grown and mature so much. And I said, nope, 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 nope.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't have
3: any dates. All I needed was one conversation to know we're not compatible. Next. Mm-hmm. Right? So the second time I went on, mm-hmm. I, I, I found him. Right? Okay. And I said, oh, okay, he's
0: tall. I actually thought he was evil. When I saw his profile, he looks Nigerian, though. He, he does look Nigerian. I'll give that to him. He does look Nigerian.
3: Yeah, he was wearing <laughs> freaking attire, too. He was wearing okay. um, akara, right? I think so. Yeah. He said, let's talk quickly and then go on a day. I said, oh, a man of action. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. And then I saw him have a onesie on at the last one. I said, oh, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He looks kind of playful. He looks fun. Uh, Super like, you know and um so when we started dating i still it didn't actually click to me yet that this was my husband mm. it was actually through like dating and vetting him and talking to him so hold on god we are very equally yoked so
1: like, when you
0: say vetting what does that mean
1: oh uh, baby you said it now <laughs> <laughs>
0: What does that mean? How do you vet how do you vet somebody that like to get to the point where you know that okay, that's the person I'm going to be married to?
1: Sure, I guess I'll answer this.
0: Yes, please.
1: Okay, so yeah, so uh, how you vet someone uh first is by I would say vetting yourself. Uh, and understanding okay. understanding who you are.
2: So mm. You no. Know, mm.
1: who are you are. I mean, who are you in the spirit? Mm. And you know what standards do you have for yourself? Who is your? Mm. What is mm. your? Enemy? And you have to mm. make that plain. And you have to write that down. Mm. To make it plain. Because you mm. you will only like the quality that you'll be able to vet someone else is the quality that you have vetted yourself. Amen. So, Uh, So once, you know, first vet yourself, understand who you are, right? Yeah. Uh, As a character and who you are in the spirit. And, you know, first you have to understand, is that who you want to be? Right. Uh, But then when you are out seeking for a spouse, you know, that same list that you are, you know, see who you want to be with. Ideally, you're probably going to want to be with someone who is similar enough to you in terms of your values so that way that you get aligned. Yes. So understanding who you are and your values will allow you to see that in other people. So really you are looking for the values that you have. You're looking to see how that shows up in other people and Mm. that is how you vet. So you vet with purpose. Mm.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's good. Good job. Yeah.
3: For, for me, it's, um. I have to, I'm, I'm still fleshing this out, but there's different stages of vetting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, first stage is very superficial. It's just attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should be something, Like, You should be attracted to the person that you want to be with. Yeah, of course, so, yeah. Okay, you know, he was a cutie. He was tall. You know what I'm saying? He was handsome. Look, I have a nice smile. So I said, oh hey. okay, past stage one, because God knew it. I was going to be with a man who looked like a thumb. Anyways. Okay. And- <laughs> you know god you know god bless them it's just not right, <laughs> right right that's just like superficial stage one. Uh-huh. like can i can i look at their face every day All right do i like how their face is arranged okay then next day stage... okay. like how their faces is arranged oh my you know goodness the face is arranged i have to like it you know i have to break up to that every morning so... <laughs> i am crying i'm weak okay okay i agree i agree i agree. Okay. Yeah. And then the next stage is like really how do how do they present themselves? How do they carry themselves? Because mm. attractive and be sloppy. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, how do you show up just yourself? Like how do you do you just the beard basics? Like, you know, do you get a haircut? Do you wear deodorant? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you dressed sloppily? Um, it's just really basic things because it's like, okay, at least with the face, it's like, okay, you know, maybe you can work with something, but Anyways, and then the next stages would be, like, what he said values. Do we have the same values? So mm-hmm. it was very interesting to me. You know, um, we've had conversations about this. And, you know, Charles is 98% of everything that I wanted him in. So. Wow. And even when I say 2% is because I thought I would marry a Nigerian, right? A European, uh. Maybe a Yoruba man from dark skin from the U.K., you know you're like i'm from the uk yeah so <laughs> something you know i thought someone from my own tribe but right. it wasn't a high preference mm-hmm. it was a preference but it was a low preference simply mm-hmm. out of that really came okay there's going to be a higher likelihood of me being with someone who matches my values
2: mm-hmm. than they
3: grew up the way that i did right if they, mm-hmm. you know, Traditional values, right? mm-hmm. So that's why. But Dane Charles, I said, okay. i said Charles, really, he has the values of African man. Truly, he's like we must succeed. I said, all right, Pastor Charles. <laughs> he's like must succeed. You know, family oriented. He believes in family. He believes in having children one day. He believes in mm-hmm. settling down. Yeah. Um, you know, so. The values that I had and I grew up with, like mm. he did too. Like I um, you know, I grew up in the suburbs. I'm like, he grew up in the suburbs too, but he's more suburban than I am. Mm. <laughs> he's more suburban than I am. And like, I always tell my I want a man who grew up in the suburbs like me, who would want to settle down with the suburbs and raise kids. I don't want someone who's in the fast life, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yahoo, Yahoo! boys, I don't want any of that. <laughs> I don't want to no
1: Yahoo boy, please, please.
0: Oh, <laughs> I said please. Yahoo boy. I'm crying. Sorry, what did you say, Charles? What did you say?
1: Suburbs. I was in like the, the the low end suburbs. She grew up in like the the real suburbs, like
0: suburbs. <laughs> I know Charles said he grew up in Atlanta. Jumoke, where did you grow up? When when did you what 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 um, what age did you leave Nigeria? Three, three. Oh, okay. So you pretty much grew up in America. Okay. Have you been back to Nigeria since you came to, since you moved to America? we try to go this year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. Charles, have you been before? Is this going to be your first time?
1: It will be my first time.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Nigeria is fun. It's fun. It's late. There's always something to do. It's annoying, but it's, it's late. I went in October of last year and I had such a good time. Such a great time. Yeah. Um, okay. So how did you, so Charles, how did you know she was the one within six months of meeting her on Upward?
1: Yeah, so um, how did I know that she was the one? Uh, She had met all of my values and everything that I wanted in a woman. Uh, She she checked everything off. Uh. Um, That's how I knew that she had to be the one. And then one night as I was sleeping, you know, the Holy Spirit told me, and this is probably way ahead, uh, the Holy Spirit told me, hey, you have to marry this woman.
2: Wow. uh,
1: Yep. And that's how we got married. But I knew that she was the one a few, maybe several weeks prior to that, maybe two months prior. Because I was telling my family, I was telling my family, I said, hey, like, I'm okay I'm gonna to propose to her at the end of next year like I'm I'm, I'm gonna buy the ring I'm planning I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I was telling my family um so that and, and that was after
3: four months of dating
1: four months of dating that was after four months of dating for me and and as soon as we started moving into the spirit in our relationship I was like oh now this is it right here
0: Baby, you you skip it so you <laughs> Jemokia, please tell us. Jemokia, please
3: tell us. Like you said, we were dating consistently. I mean, we didn't go on a date four times a week. Mm-hmm. Know, it was like once or twice a week mm-hmm. we go on dates. We went on mm-hmm. different dates. Um, a lot of dates, honestly. And, you know, at a certain point, I'm like, all right. You know, God told me, he said, hey, let him lead. I said, all right, let him lead this mm-hmm. relationship. Wow. the fixing of it.
2: Wow. Because
3: when we first started dating, I'm like everything was checking out, but then there were some gaps for me. So he said like, "Oh yeah, I'm not gonna be even thinking about marriage for another two years." And I said, "God, <laughs> 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 like thinking about marriage?" So I said, "Thinking about marriage." So that means Charles said that to you. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: He said, I'm to
3: speak about marriage for another two years. And I said, wow. <laughs> so I looked at God and said, "God, <laughs> He said, just, just, just be patient. Just be patient. God <laughs> had to tell me all the time, just be patient. wow!" So right, as long as I know you're here and I know you're in this, then awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we were dating consistently for four months. Um, really, when we say vetting, and I know it seems quick, but we did the equivalent of premarital counseling just without an actual counselor question you could think of we ask. we have asked each other, we have talked about um you know the future and success and finances, how we're we gonna do finances. we talked about children, we talked about family, we talked about sex, you know what I'm saying, like we talked about um lifestyle um, you know masculine femininity roles in the house. uh we talked about everything, wow, right like, everything. that's why I said like we were intentional, like, yeah. So yeah. after four months of this which was good, like we had a lot of fun. I think for me, I just like I didn't have any security. I said, all right, so I mean, what are we doing? Like you're sitting here telling me you love me or calling me bibby. I said, that's wonderful, but where are we going? Right. <laughs> so God told me one day, after four months of vetting, God said, All right, <laughs> what are we doing here? Right? Okay. So, yeah, so this is what the Lord told me. He's like, you know, you should suggest to Charles that y'all should you know pray together right i felt like a strong urge i said hey god has taught me that you know what do you think about us praying together once a week charles was like sure had <laughs> yeah, no idea what he was walking into because <laughs> i i told him i was prophetic and all that so mm. then we started to make it a habit every sunday evening mm. we would worship together we would pray together we would read the word i would let i mean I let him lead. I said, hey, what book are we reading? He said, Hebrews. So I said, all right, go through Hebrews. we we'll have Bible study together. Um, We'll even prophesied together. Mm. And at that point, we began to agree in the spirit. Because God was like, wow. y'all reading everything in the natural. Y'all mm. How many kids y'all going to have? Yada, 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 timelines, this and that. Y'all agreed on all of that. But can we come together and agree in the spirit? spirit. So 3, three says, How can two walk together unless they agree? Right. I just took the the suggestion of the Lord. Hey, let's start praying. And after like, we were doing that for a month, Charles was like, she's the one. Wow. (laughs) Charles started moving. I think it was like, yeah, we just started to agree in the spirit for real, for all. And that started to pull us together even more because we made sense of the natural. Right. Like I said, we were, aligned on literally almost everything everything. right Um, right but then we began to align in the spirit Mm. after that like maybe a month of of that then he started talking to his parents so he had a timeline he did not intend to actually get married in six months Mm. Uh, he wanted to propose to me like what in march so now later
1: than that so March
3: of this year yes Okay. Later.
1: November. Originally, it would have been November of this year. Originally.
3: Wow. Okay. Well, and then he
0: pushed it to March. And then, then
1: I pushed it to March. <laughs> yep. So I want
0: to. Okay. When. Okay. No. Continue to okay. I want to hear how all of this changed for Charles, but no. Continue to okay. <laughs> so. So.
3: That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to uh, propose. Well, he said November. I mean, I didn't know any of this because. Yes,
1: yeah, she had no up.
3: idea. But I knew mm-hmm. afterwards. He said like March. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, Yep. And then we're probably going to have the wedding, the ending of this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was his timeline. Right? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, whatever. Again, I'm letting him lead, whatever. But, you know, I don't care about your timeline. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, uh, the spirit Facts. started moving quickly. The spirit was moving quickly. So, like he said, after that, you know, a month of that, then a, another month when he already had this timeline, you know the Holy Spirit woke him up, says, "Charles, you have to marry this woman. You have to marry her soon, right?" Oh, wow! So he got that word Saturday night. He stayed up all night planning. Right then, in the morning on Sunday, he said, "We have to get married on Tuesday." I already looked up the packages. <laughs>
0: yes, and thank God because wait, 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 wait! I don't understand. Were you for engaged at the time? <laughs> well... Technically, no. We weren't
3: engaged in the traditional sense of engagement, but we had already agreed that we were getting married. We already talked about it. We knew that we wanted to get married. It was just more so of like he wanted to do everything the traditional way, right? So we already talked about that. We're like, I mean, yeah, we're both ready to get married. It's just okay. I'm gonna do it like this. Wow. I'm, gonna it like this. I'm gonna do it
1: like this, right? And yeah. So she skipped over. Oh, go ahead, baby.
3: I skipped. I mean, okay. So like I said, he. Got that word and, you know, thank God because he was financially prepared in his singleness before he met me. Um, we were able to just have the wedding, truly. Like <laughs> We are able to pay for everything in cash. He bought my ring, cash. You know what I'm saying? Like he was fully prepared. If he was not financially prepared, I don't know if we would have been able to do it the way that we did, but I was ready mentally prepared. We were both ready for marriage. We didn't have to wait another year or two to save up $30,000 for a wedding. Like, we were able to just, you know. On Saturday. I I
0: skipped it. I skipped something. Wait, wait. I want to get this. On Saturday, Holy Spirit ministered to Charles. Yes. Sunday, Charles came and said he wants to get married. Tuesday, you guys got married. (laughs) (laughs) I know God is funny, but I don't regret
3: it at all. I don't regret it. It was the best decision after Jesus.
0: <laughs> after choosing Jesus, like... Yeah, uh, uh, I, I believe, like, that's, like, after choosing, like, w- the two most important decisions of your life, who you choose to worship and who you choose to marry. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So, Charles, like, what changed? Because at some point, you were telling Jim, okay, I'm not going to be married in two years. Or I'm not <laughs> going to be... Yeah, so what changed? like... What yep. happened? Please fill in the gaps um, yep, 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 I'm intrigued yep. You guys are uh, Your story is um, It's motivating me, I'm learning
1: Please <laughs> Yeah, so Um. Well first let me say I have been Wanting A family A wife and uh, children My whole life Hmm huh. You know, I modeled myself after my father in this regard. Yes, uh, my dad. Yeah. That's your
0: earthly father?
1: Yes, yes, okay. yes. My, my earthly father, my biological father, yes. Uh-huh. I modeled myself and how I am when it comes to my relationships off of him and how I saw him operate with our family.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I have been wanting this that's my whole life, I have... Only been searching for who I can have it with. Uh, Now uh, uh, (laughs)
2: uh.
1: (laughs) so in as I have gone throughout life, I have been searching and I have been falling short, however, I have been learning also in my shortcomings. Uh. So When I came across Jumoke, she had everything that I had desired. However, I had no idea how things were going to fall into place. Uh. So I had my own timeline based on what I felt I knew. I'm like, okay, in two years, I would have established this, I'll be able to accomplish this, I'll be able to vet her this way, and and see how she operates like, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. And then I can propose and then we can get engaged. Then, you know, we'll move forward in uh-huh. at that time span. Right. So, but this, okay, so I had a two-year time span not for Jumoke. I had that for myself. Okay. And okay. It, was, it was shortened after meeting Jumoke as I got to know her. In the spirit. That's when.
2: Mm.
1: That's when it excelled.
2: wow, Wow. Yeah, but
3: it was the celebration. Everything was. To be honest. It was kind of moving slow. And I was looking at God. Like. All right. For those four months. That we were just dating. It was moving slow. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, now. Nah, like. When I say moving slow. It's like. Moving <laughs> relatively slow. Because I didn't know. Like. There wasn't like. A. agreement.
0: Oh. Right. Right. Right.
3: Okay. 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 It's like. The things really started to accelerate once we agreed in the spirit. Like, ah. like time sped up in the spirit. Wow. It was like we were riding the, the waves in the spirit of acceleration, truly. Wow. And that's prophesied to me even from the beginning of last year. God told me this was my year of acceleration. Wow. The um, apostle prophesied that to me, this is your year of acceleration, confirming what I already knew. Mm. So. This is not a surprise to me. People have actually been prophesying that my marriage was going to happen quickly for mm-hmm. a couple of years. I'm talking about people who are not even, like, connected to each other. Mm. Said, oh, you know, you should consider a Oh, you know, you're going to have a good wedding, but maybe you should rethink that whole big wedding. Like, people were telling me this for a couple of years all mm. year. So everything was confirmation of what God had already told me and had been telling me throughout the years. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, it was mentally prepared
3: too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I got from what he said. It's like it's not even so much like he was already in that headspace. So he had been doing the work prior to meeting you. It was just for him to, I guess, again, maybe part of his shortcoming is not so focused on. Oh, I need two years to have everything ready so I can be that husband to Jumoke. It can happen in six months, and it did happen in six months, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. My mind is blown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my mind is blown. Um, so how did you, what was, you guys touched on your salvation journey, like your individual salvation journey. What was life like prior to that, prior to coming into Christ and having that relationship with God? What was, what was that like?
1: Sure, I'll start. Um, okay. so <laughs> up. My mother, uh, I mean, she's an evangelist. So she she evangelizes, you know I, okay, so I grew up in my I grew up living with my biological father. My mother was not in the house. so I grew up with my biological father and my stepmom, my biological mother and my stepfather lived, you know, let's say 10 miles down the road.
2: Uh-huh.
1: However, she my entire life she evangelized to me about Christ.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who Christ was, who Christ was to me, who I am in Christ. Her and my grandmother was my they gave me the word that I had ever since I was young. I was yeah. christened as a baby, you know, coming from a line a lineage of of pastors or a pastoral lineage. I was christened as a baby. I was baptized in high school, and I had the word in my life the whole time um, now what how was I during that time I my life is very foggy to me prior to 2012 because I, I, I got into an accident in 2012 that changed my whole life
2: wow
1: Yep. I, I was in the head-on car crash and after that I had an entire shift in who I was so everything prior to that is very foggy in terms of my behavior and how I thought It's very foggy.
0: So head-on yeah. um, car crash. Like was this like almost? Did this almost cost you your life?
1: Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, the car. Wow. I mean, the car was completely totaled. Uh, his, his. So I was in a '92 Honda Accord. He was in a Cadillac Escalade. And we hit head on, and his truck came on top of my car. Uh, My steering wheel broke my femur. Uh, My knee was also broken, and I had a lot of lacerations across my body. So, yeah, I had to learn how to walk again. I had to go to college. Yeah, I had
0: to. Wow. uh, How long were you in the hospital for? Like, what was recovery time? How long was that process?
1: Well, recovery time was about six to eight months but i was in i was only in the hospital for three days
0: okay
1: yeah so wow. I, I had surgery yeah i was in the hospital for three days but i was bedridden for about four to five months but i i was not fully well even still today i'm not fully good i'm about 95 98 today uh, and i got there o- around the eight to eight month mark or so
2: wow Wow.
1: Okay. Wow. what did that change about you? Oh, that changed how I thought about life because I had time to think. I, uh-huh. I had gone to college for, because that was what I was told to do.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. That's why uh-huh. I went
1: to college. It's like, okay, I have to do this. So when I had that time off, mm-hmm. I started praying uh, to God and, uh, have, and meditating and asking God for clarity, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge about life. Uh, why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I doing here? Which then led to why am I in college? I figured I realized I was only in college to figure out how to make money. Uh, so then that shifted my whole perspective. Okay, now all I have to do is figure out how to make money, and I don't have to use college to do that. That From then moving forward is how I proceeded in the world as, okay, this is how I need to be. And it was more from a, um, let's say, a financial focus versus a, let's say, a, a collegiate focus. And, uh. I, and I have been partnering with God ever since then on on that journey uh. Uh, in various ways and, and in various forms.
0: Wow. Wow. so sure. well, sorry, yeah. what did you I say? No, I, swear, I was asking if he had if he wants to share his financial journey. I
3: don't because, think we
1: have gotten there yet though.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean like again it's it's anything that would, again, it's looking behind the scenes of what life looks like when we, when we make that choice to come into being. So anything that's going to help whoever it is that's listening on this, on this podcast is, you know, is definitely welcome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's
3: the, that's, that's like the beginning of his testimony. But when you yeah. really hear how like God has taken him through, ah, you'd be like, Wow. I have to
1: work. <laughs> wow. So go ahead. Total. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, as you say, I'll give the cliff notes, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so this happened August 6, 2012. I got into my accident. Uh, and the, over the next six months is when I was meditating and praying uh, and, and worshiping with God on knowledge, clarity, knowledge, clarity, understanding, and um, Knowledge, clarity, and wisdom. Knowledge, clarity, understanding, and wisdom. And God revealed to me a lot of information, including I don't have to be in college to make money. I don't mm.
2: have
1: to be to make money. Mm. And from then moving forward, I set out to figure out how to make money and share with people that you don't have to have a degree to make money.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So from that point forward, I focused on entrepreneurship. I focused on self-education and not higher education from that moment.
2: I love that.
1: Yep. Uh, Let's see. I dropped out of college my senior year. Uh, Last semester, I dropped out of school. Uh, At that point, there was no point in me staying in school. I realized I wanted to make money and I had an opportunity to make money. So, I left college to pursue entrepreneurship full time,
2: uh-huh.
1: which started the biggest struggle of my life financially, actually. Uh. Uh, so, from that point moving forward, there was a period of my life where I had $25 a week for food. Uh, so, I had to, you know, how I rationed that, I went to the neighborhood Walmart, the neighborhood <laughs> market Walmart. Back then, rotisserie chickens cooked were 4 So I bought two rotisserie chickens. I bought a couple avocados. I bought a couple gallons of water, a loaf of bread, and a five-pound bag of broccoli. And I rationed that out over the week, which took me about one and a half meals a day is what wow. I had to eat over the week. And that lasted several uh, weeks, maybe even several months, uh, where I only had $25 a week for food. At least two or three months, that's all I had.
0: Wow. Were you living at home at this time?
1: No, no, I was living at school. I wasn't, I was, yeah, I was in, I wasn't enrolled in college, but I was down where I went to school.
0: Oh, wow. So they didn't know that. So you were still in the dormitory, but they didn't know that you were not enrolled in school.
1: Well, I was living in an apartment off campus.
0: Okay. Living in that area. Yeah.
1: I was just in the, I mean, the way that the school was set up, the apartment was literally right across the street from campus.
0: Okay. 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 So how were you able to afford rent in that time?
1: I was, well, I had student loans. (laughs) So I was in, well, okay. So I had school, but I went to school. Like I was in school, but I was not going to school. Right,
0: right, right. Okay. I get it. Okay. Okay. So
1: the student loans and the, and I worked at Lowe's at the time. I worked at Lowe's part-time. Okay. That is how I supported myself between student loans and uh, lows. And that's how I was able to support myself. But that wasn't much money. That was not much money at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that's why I had the $25 a week because actually, when you enroll in school and you get financial aid and you don't attend class, mm-hmm. they call you from school and they say, hey, you owe us this money.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: you, you actually don't get the money, they take it from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, which I didn't know that. So, uh, if anybody is thinking about that, don't do that because you won't have any money.
2: Then what happened?
1: Right. And after that, I moved back home because I did get a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I moved back home for that job opportunity and I was making decent money while I was there. I was making about 40000 a year at the time, but I was working 60 to 80 hours a week, which was not mm-hmm. sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I left that opportunity to go into sales. And this is, so this is 2016 that we're talking about uh-huh. so I started college in 2015. This is 2016. I had this opportunity. I was working in a warehouse, uh-huh. in the heavy boxes. This is physical labor. Uh-huh. I was the lead, but I had a lot of debt. So I was trying to make it work in entrepreneurship, but I had to work.
2: Uh-huh. So I
1: was struggling. And then I left that job for sales. Mm-hmm. I sold cars at Toyota. And this is when I was working a lot. I was working seven days a week. I had one day off a month. Uh, I was selling cars during the day. I was working at UPS at night. And I was selling insurance just to make ends meet, just to try to make it work, to try to make money. Wow. Uh, and I was burnt out. I was. I had a relationship at the time, uh, which we were moving in the direction of marriage, but that right. that fell off. That didn't right. work. Right. Once that relationship ended, I was homeless. So, but oh. it,
2: it,
1: yeah, I didn't have I didn't have enough money to pay for an apartment. Right. I could not move in with my father because he would not let me. So I was homeless. I was living out of my car and an office that I worked in.
0: Why didn't you go back to your mom's?
1: My well hmm that's a great question. I don't think that i well i I could have
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I chose not to let me say that
0: okay okay I chose not to. okay um, so
1: yeah I well actually I was homeless for um I was homeless for at least six to eight weeks. Uh, living out of my car and out of an office, I would sleep in the office at night after everyone left. I went into the office no, and... Tell me this. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>.
0: <laughs> we're finding, we're finding things out on the podcast. we things out on the podcast. Okay. I
4: went into the office
0: at night. I knew. I didn't know the
3: details. I
4: yeah, know.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> but he's giving the whole detail. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah I went to the office at night after everybody left and like inflated the air mattress, and that's how I slept.
0: Wow. Uh, in
1: the office. Yep, I
0: did that. <laughs> <laughs> did they find out that you were sleeping in the office? Did anybody find out?
1: Nobody found out. Nobody ever knew. Nobody.
0: Wow. Knew. Nobody ever knew. <laughs> wow.
1: So then I moved in with my father because my my mother found out that I was homeless and she said, "Son, come home." Um. So, and when I say my mother, I'm talking about my stepmother and my father.
2: Okay.
1: Yep. she, she said, "Son, come home." So I came home. And I was there for maybe two months, three months max. And my father said, hey, we're going to start charging you $400 a month uh, to live here. And I wow. couldn't afford that. I didn't have any money at the time. I
2: was mm-hmm. broke. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I had made $6,000 in a year. So I had no money. I was really broke. I was really, really broke. Wow. I had no money. Uh, and I said, I can't pay that. I called my grandmother. My grandmother said, you can come live with me. And this wow. is, yeah, this is December 2019. I started living with my mother.
0: 2019. My yes. Dece- wow. That's good. We haven't even hit the climate. That's why I'm, I said thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this
1: is like 2013, 2014.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, I met December 2018 is when I lived with my grandmother. Okay, I filed bankruptcy February of 2019. Is when okay, I filed so for bankruptcy.
3: Now we're at the climax. Okay, yeah. Now and And from, <laughs>
1: from there, I told my grandmother I appreciate you taking me in. She didn't want any money, but I gave her a hundred dollars a month as seed.
0: Wow. Faith. God bless her soul.
1: Yeah. I said I want to give you this as seed faith for my better future and to mm. show my for you mm. and that I will make it. Mm. From then, from that point moving forward, I drove Lyft full time, 40-50 uh, hours a week. The following year, I got my first corporate job, making 45,000 a year. Mm. And this is now this is February 2020. I got my first corporate job, making 45,000 a year. February 2021, I switched job, making 80,000 a year. May 2021, I started making 110 thousand a year, and May 2022, I started making 205
3: thousand a year. Yeah, that's why I said, please get to the good <laughs> parts. Get to the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> the whole We're right? supposed to be talking about why, how we got married six months after you You're right. You're right. <laughs> please, please, give me the tea. Like, what are you doing? What? what, what the fuck? <laughs> that's why I said yes. it's good. I said it'll be an inspiring story, but.
0: Come on. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I should have gave this mark notes. I gave the whole thing,
0: but no uh... well, I'm, I'm so glad you gave the whole thing because it talks about p- perseverance. It talks about when you was, like something just came to my head, and it's like when God has written your story, like regardless of the ups and the downs and the obstacles, nothing is gonna change that. Because see the timeline: December twenty, December, February twenty nineteen, you're filing for bankruptcy, and yes. in a matter of not like in less than two years, or in two years, you are making six figures. Like that yeah. is mind blowing. And again, we think that it has to take time. And I feel like the, name of, the title of this podcast is, I don't. It's gonna have to do with something with time because everything you both have shared so far is when God has written your story and you're aligning with the Word of God and everything that God has ordained for your life. It just happens in the way that it's supposed to happen. Mm. Wow. wow. No really, upon our lives. Mm. And
4: wow.
3: The man of God Charles said to me the other day because um a lot of people are like oh you know you can't force god and this this and that charles said you can't force god's hand or god's timing or god's will but you can certainly delay it and hinder it right Amen. yes i believe so yeah he's like you can't you can't force it you can't accelerate his hand yeah Yeah. hinder and yes yes and this is the reason why you know We move the way that we do because we believe that God has a will for you, but it doesn't have to take that long. No, it It does not. As kingdom people, what takes some people, three years should take you three months. Yes. They can't. Yes. Yes. Something that people in the world are taking 10 years, it could take you 10 months, right? Because you have the living God with you. And you have a living God within. You don't have to sit around and just wait. Oh, God, just, you know, one day, you know, give me a husband and give me a good paying job. It's like, no, you partner your faith with works. Well, and it right, over. right. Not that faith right. works. Right. He, but Charles had faith that he was going to make money. But he partnered with works. He wasn't manifesting anything. He wasn't wishfully thinking. He he really, his, the, the works followed his faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. And then that's really, you know, what what we believe, like as kingdom minded people, it's like, no, we partner faith and works in, and God will guide you through.
0: I believe so, too. I believe so. And like I said, that's something that I'm also learning. It's like and I think where where we delay and we hinder the hands of God is where we decide to take our destiny and matters into our own hands. And we just decide to do go ahead of God and try things because what happens, or at least in my journey, what happens, what I find happens is you come back right to the same spot that you were, that you were years ago. And it's like, are you going to let me or are you going to just keep trying what you know how to do and continue to continue in this crazy cycle? So I totally agree with you when you talk about, you cannot accelerate God's hand, but you can definitely hinder God's hand.
3: Yeah, I want to add wow. something to that, too, because this is one of the reasons why people don't believe in, like, online dating and you're doing this, you're doing that. Mm. When you do things with faith and works, that doesn't mean that you neglect God.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You don't say, okay, bye, and you go and do your thing. Mm-hmm. Right? I was very careful to listen to the voice of God yes. while I was dating. Mm-hmm. I never went ahead of God. I went with him. There's mm-hmm. a difference going ahead of God and going with him. Going with him, him yes, so yes. Any man that wanted to sit here and toast me, you know, ginger me a little bit. I said, God, what do you think about this person? Mm-hmm. Right? I never said, all right, bye, God. I got a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole courtship that I had with Charles, when I said, literally, I just took the instruction of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If it was up to me, I would have bounced. I said, you're talking about a two year There's some gaps. So I'm like, I don't know about this one. Uh, said, wait be patient this uh, oh, character vet him vet his character ask him these questions me uh, the strategy as we were walking says hey you know support him in this area uh, and said, going back to god i kept going back to him and he walked me through this uh, so i said i want a man so by god i'm just gonna find me a man uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) It was a God This is what I desire I Mm -hmm. put the vision down I made a plan I submitted it to him Mm -hmm. And as I walk with God God said hey hold on Remember the standards that you were talking about? Does he meet those things? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, vet him for this, vet him for that. Mm-hmm. He for that. So it was a conversation. This was a group effort right here. Charles wanted to, oh, I want to just be with somebody. I know that's probably what some people might think, but married so quickly. I said, you have no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you have no idea. I said, wow. <laughs> just God's hand of grace. Mm. That we both were yielding to the Holy Spirit. Mm. in his timeline, yielding to his direction. Mm. And
4: that's how we got here.
0: Mm. Wow wow and that's because of the work that you have also done in yourself or with yourself where you have allowed yourself have that relationship with god which makes it easy to go back to god and be like okay so i met this guy so what's the daily like he's saying two years what's the daily god and you can hear from god yeah yeah and you can hear from god i gotta be like girl chill i I know this is gonna happen just just chill let's let's just go let's just go be patient you know Mm -hmm. wow Wow, I'm inspired. I'm I'm very 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 inspired. What was like fam like with regards to like the whole wedding thing? Well, I, I guess we're gonna jump back into the whole marriage thing. But like, what was like reaction of your family when you told them that you were gonna get married within that short period of time?
1: Stuck, stuck. <laughs> everybody,
0: Suck. Was
1: everybody, Suck. Okay, I'm shocked myself. Stuck, <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So I told her. Hey, the Lord spoke to me, we have to get married, and we have to get married soon. So
0: Okay, just finish. I was gonna ask another question, but like just finish, 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 finish. It's too many questions.
1: (laughs) We have to get married married soon. Mm. So that whole night after I had that revelation, I planned the whole wedding. I found the venue. (laughs) I booked it. Uh I, <laughs> I chose the date, I chose the time, uh, and then I told her the following day, I said, hey, <laughs> God spoke to me, he said we have to get married, we have to get married soon, we have to get married on Tuesday, at this time, this is the location, this is the date, I've already paid for it, everything. And
3: I said, all right, because <laughs> mm-hmm. again, remember, we had already wanted to get married, And if I'm being very honest, okay, let me throw this little, you know, sprinkle in there, sprinkle of faith right here, because I was so tired of waiting for the one. I'm like, all right, after three years, four years, five years, like, what are we actually doing here? Mm -hmm. God, enough is enough. And I said, I don't know how you're going to do it, but it's like, I want to be married by the end. I want to be married or at least engaged by the end of this year, Mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. I was partnering with the spirit of acceleration by faith, and yeah. i said, it's been six. Yes, I've yeah. been. I've been fasting. I've been worrying. Uh, Buddy, I've been celibate. Like what more? Right? Really? It's like we're playing the faith Olympics at this point. Like it's not like uh, faith. I already picked up my ring. I already showed my friends. I emailed my friends what I wanted. What else? I'm reading parenting books. You
0: know. Yeah. I, just,
3: like, I prepared myself in. Ways that the average person will not even imagine the way that felt uh, mentally for marriage. Uh, Where is my marriage? I'm the one who promised it to me, uh, right? Uh, so I wanted to be married or engaged. I said I don't, and I and also at that time, like I said, I'm a godly femininity coach. I know when it comes to men, I'm like men don't need more than six months to know if they want to marry you. They don't need more than that. Sure. Uh, Right. I'm like, truly, a man doesn't need that long. Like within six months, a man knows if he wants to marry you. Oh, no. Right. All this two years, three years and you're with someone. They're not even talking about marriage or including you into their future. Yeah. I know they're they're just playing games. <laughs> they're just playing games with you. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, I'm like I need a ring at this point because uh-huh. like, really, I was really going back and forth with the Lord. I was wrestling with him. So when I met Charles, he keeps saying I said three months, but in my mind, I remember six months. We talked about timelines the first week that we were dating, right? The first week we were dating. And I told him, I'm like, I don't think it's odd for people to meet and get married in six months. He didn't say anything, though. <laughs> you don't think it's what did you say? You don't think it's what? Weird or odd for people to meet and marry in six months. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't mind getting married in six months. He asked me for timelines, and I said six months. Okay. Right. Why? Well, this is when he was telling me the whole two-year thing. That's okay. Well, I said six months. Now, because <laughs> like, only something gets behind you, you're like, "You want to yes? That's my own." <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And and <clears throat> you know, and even with femininity, it's like I didn't lead him in the pacing of this. Mm-hmm. I, he asked me what is my timeline i told him and i left it at that i didn't bring it up again mm. I, didn't back leave him. I didn't try to manipulate him i didn't twist his head like oh yeah mm. you gonna marry me when are you gonna marry me what are we doing what are we doing and mm. lead i kept quiet i raised what it, what it was and i just trusted god mm. and i kept on i said listen i'm not here because i fully trust you yet i said i'm here because i trust god more than i trust you mm. and god, The fact that God is rooting for us, he's like, wait, 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 hold on. And it's like, if he is rooting for us, if God be for us, who could be against us? Amen. And mm-hmm.
2: I said, God has never
3: stared me wrong before. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason to why he really wants this to work out between us. Yes. Because yes. I don't think these two years that you're talking about, but you know, God is telling me to be patient. I'm just going to be patient. I'm submitted to God. I'm not going to nag you. There's no pressure. You want to keep vetting me? Go ahead. Right? I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> it's like I am who I am. So that was a bit of razzle dazzle. Mm. Well, again, mm. this was fulfillment. It was fulfillment. Like I already had released that idea of six months based on where he was at, and also just trying to be realistic. You know, to be honest with you, and I said, okay, you know what? God is still in this. He's guiding me. I did not expect to be married in six months either, but it was something that I had said. Mm we were dating and it's something i told god before i met him Mm. last year i wanted to be engaged or at least married by the end of this year i did tell god that and i got married in january so wow Mm -hmm.
0: wow god's perfect timing (laughs) wow so i was single for six years to marry in six months married in six months
3: wow Mm -hmm. wow
0: (laughs) you're gonna ask charles something (laughs) yeah i was he answered i was gonna ask when he was talking about the marriage and how um sorry the wedding when he said you guys have to be married he called you on sunday and said you guys have to be married by tuesday i was gonna ask him how you guys planned a wedding in two days or three days because it was that same week you called her on sunday and then you said you guys have to be married on the tuesday of that week right yes so i was gonna ask like how did you guys plan the wedding in such a short time
1: Yeah, so I planned it all myself. Uh, So I knew that we would not be able to have our families present at the wedding because my family's in one area, her family's in another area. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Okay. And I was not going to delay it because of it. Mm. I so. love,
0: I love how intentional you are. Like, let me just put it out there. Like, if there's one thing that I've picked up from this conversation, it is how you have. I mean, I guess maybe this also the accidents did that for you. I just love the way you move with intentionality in every single thing that you do. I just wanted to put it out there, but please, no continue.
1: <laughs> <Appreciate> that. <laughs> so yeah, I I knew that we were. It you know, we were. It was. It really would have had to be a miracle or the grace of God for us to have both of our families at the wedding in two days. And Mm -hmm. it was, you know, a Hail Mary for those football listeners that it was just no point in Mm attempting. So I said, I told her we didn't want
3: to delay what the Lord had already told him.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. The Lord said you have to get married and you have to do it soon. So I said, okay, this is how we're going to move. And I said, this is how we have to have our families present while we get married. So I searched for a wedding venue and a chapel that had live streaming. And I said, this is how our families are going to be present. My family is not going to be present. Your family is going to be present. And we can't cater to either or because we don't want either or feeling some type of way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that somebody is present and the other is not. So we, I said, I looked for a venue that had live streaming. That was imperative. We had to have that so that our families can be present, so that her her family and mine can can watch the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I booked it. I paid it. I mean, I, I did this over I did this overnight, and I told her the next day. Honestly, and <laughs> and then we went ahead and uh, we told our families on Sunday, "Hey, this is how we are moving."
3: They were shocked, but they gave us right their blessing because not that they they didn't know us. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. They had already seen us. They knew mm-hmm. the direction it was going. Yep. Mm-hmm. They liked us. They welcomed both of us with open arms. Mm-hmm. Right. So I shocked just because of the timing. And saying, right,
4: because oh, of the oh, timing, oh.
1: Like, mm-hmm. I
3: like this, right. Mm-hmm regardless it's like they were just very happy mm-hmm. you know, saying that yep. not just that we were happy but also like we were good for one another yep. mm-hmm. like, like they were able to see and discern like mm-hmm. own, right like they're not children like they're mm-hmm. not like 18 years old like we yeah. just turned 31 I'm 28 turning 29
2: mm-hmm.
3: children right? right you know they both knew that we were mature we were in the faith we're Christians mm-hmm. You know, they thought that we were doing the right thing and, mm-hmm. right thing. Um, and you know, essentially, I mean, they were—they gave us our blessing. They were yep. proud of us. And that's it.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> they gave us their blessing. So what What earlier I said that she left something out, it was we had spoken or especially myself. I had spoken to um, our family like, hey, I plan on proposing to Jumoke. Mm-hmm. Now, the timing was different than it actually happened. But we knew this is where we were going. I mean, her and I had already talked, okay. We, like, we had already been discussing marriage. We had already discussed wedding rings. I knew the wedding. I knew her ring size. I knew the type of diamond she wanted. I knew how she wanted her diamond set. Uh-huh. I knew you know, what she wanted it to look like. I knew that she had been shopping for wedding gowns. We had these conversations. So wedding was on the table for us. Uh-huh. It was truly a matter of time. Uh, Whether we were going to get married or not It was, what's the timeline for marriage? Uh, and the Lord spoke to me and said Hey, it has to be soon
2: uh,
1: That's how it happened And then we notified our parents And they were shocked And they gave us their blessing All Everyone gave us their blessing And we moved forward uh, Sending everybody the Zoom link and, and, and telling them, you know This is how it is, this is how we're moving forward They gave us their blessing, we gave them the Zoom link and we had the ceremony,
3: and now we're playing the
0: traditional
1: um, Nigerian traditional. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so nice. yep, nice. Yep, nice. <laughs> yep, yeah. We're having the traditional in October. Which so, gonna is be. it
0: going to be in Nigeria?
1: No. Nope. nope. It's going to be in uh, South Florida.
0: South Florida. Wow. Wow. One. Wow. That's so beautiful. That mm-hmm. is so beautiful, and that's what happens when you're just walking in alignment with God and. It's not on anybody's time. It doesn't have to. Ah, oh my god! Um, wow, that's so beautiful. Um, and so is this. So did all of this lead to you both um doing the Christian dating coaching thing? How did that come about? Man of God, child Um,
1: yeah. So we have we both have an anointing on our lives. Yes. Uh, um, Cleanly. we are both. We, we both, um, you know, have a spirit of teaching uh, and I have taught finance and she has taught femininity. I've taught faith and finance and she has taught femininity mm-hmm. and singleness. Right. Mm. Right. And dream interpretation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we both have an anointing and, you know, our marriage has been ordained by God. And yes. this has been. I mean, this is this is the birth child of our marriage is yes. the Christian dating coaching. Yes. It, it is the birth child of our marriage. Yeah. We are together, ordained by Christ, by God. This is the natural I say, birth child of that. Mm. We are in our talents and, and our desires. You know, as we were talking during our dating and courting phase, we talked about uh, business we talked about faith we talked about finance we talked about entrepreneurship we were both on the same page with that she has the skill set I have a skill set we're both
3: marketers right. I knew we're what both he was marketers. doing right.
1: <laughs> like we we are both in the spirit together and this mm-hmm. is the birth that.
3: truly I'm like that's why I'm like when I say like we were aligned in the natural light everything yeah. was, made the same. He was yeah. like yeah. was made the same. he wrote a book I wrote a book He did sales. I did sales. Well, I mean, he likes sales more. I just know it because I had to. I like Mm -hmm. marketing, digital marketing. He doesn't, he likes to just make content, right? But he was on YouTube. I was on YouTube. He was on TikTok. Oh, I didn't get on TikTok. But, you know, like, so we already had the skills. And actually, how this all came about, again, the spirit is just moving really quickly. We are just flowing with the move of God. Right. he asked me, this is, um... Before we got married, this is when we were in that, you know, spiritual space for like one, you well, know, two months, right? Two months. And he's like, his friend actually suggested to us, he's like, yeah, y'all should actually like start like a couples channel or something. And he was like, yeah, babe, let's start a couples channel. Like he was all about that. He loves the family stuff and the vlogging. And I was like, <sighs> I mean, I said nah simply because I told him, I'm like, I prefer to do that when I'm married. Um, actually, a lot of people, most people did not even know I was dating anybody. I just popped up with a husband. You know, just straight way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not I, yeah. if I, if I even know. Honestly, I was like, y'all not even going to see my husband until my second child. But <laughs> <laughs> real Nigel. <John. laughs> <laughs> couples channel, we're not married. Mm-mm. Mm. Um, he said, man, we could really be making money. You don't even know. We could be helping people. We could be doing this. Mm-hmm. And all I was like, nah, that's my boundary. Like, let let me, let, let's get married or at least engage first before, like, we put ourselves out there. That's That was me personally. Mm-hmm. So, then we got married and, you know, Charles, he, well, we both do, but we both have anointing of, like, family, like, family ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Charles just he just loves that stuff right he loves the couple stuff he loves to you know oh this is my wife this is what I learned or you know one day if we have like a family channel and I'll be talking to people about parenting like that's what he wants to do he just made the account and he was just making TikToks like you know just cute TikToks like with our journey after we got married it's Mm -hmm. later and you know he was so excited so then when I released that I was married And people started following us. Originally, we thought maybe it was going to be like a couple's type of page. But very quickly, like, our teaching gift was very pronounced. It's like people were asking us questions. I said, hey, ask us a question. Oh, when did he propose? When people are asking questions about our relationship. But then we started answering general questions about relationship and dating. And then we just saw, again, acceleration. Like, our reels were taking off. Thousands of views. You know what I'm saying, like, and you saw us on our explore. We don't even know you, like, you yeah, know, it's like things were just moving, and mm-hmm. like, we're just following like the move of God and that wave of God. And it's like, okay, wow, let's use our gifts. Let's use our gifts to be a beacon of light because our vision and our desire is to see more of the Black diaspora come into kingdom marriages. Yes, that is our that's our vision. That's what we want yes. to see. So you yes. we're just talking with the Lord and just, you know, just riding this wave. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I love that you both are obedient to God because, again, for me, it's part of my journey. Like I shared with you, I left my marriage in 2021 and I realized that there was a lot of things that I did not do. There was a lot of things that I I felt like I, I, I was moving. I moved with God, but at the same time, I felt like I was also moving ahead of God and just trying to make things happen when I didn't get that instruction from God and then things happened the way that it happened. So now I do know that I'm going to be married again. So now for me, it's learning, okay, in this season, and I want to be married. I want to have a beautiful marriage and I want to do it. I want to do it like you know in the best possible way. So for me it's learning from people and I, I I I'm so glad that you guys are obedient. I'm so glad that you guys are sharing your story. I'm so glad that you guys are putting yourself out there because people will probably be like, "Eh, no." But the truth is God created marriage. Marriage came from God and He's like, that's the one institution where you have to go back to God and be like, okay, God, how do I move? And that's what you guys have been doing from the beginning. And that's what you're here today. And that's why it makes sense. Married within six months, like. It all like it's it's just alignment and you know. Um but yeah, no, I've had such a great conversation. I probably will be having like even more aha moments and listening to this. I'm probably pinching myself, why didn't I ask that question? Why didn't I ask this question? But here <laughs> <anywho, laughs> But anyhow, um just so like just um before we wrap up, I just wanted to say um what is the one thing actually you know what? I like to do this. I would like for you guys, for you both to say a prayer to somebody out there who Um, Jumoke might be in that season of singleness that you were in for six years and who doesn't know how to navigate this and who desires marriage. Um, I'd like for you to say what a prayer to that person. And for you, Charles, I'd also like for you to say what a prayer to, um, you know, the men out there who are in that season where, um, you know, they're discovering themselves and they're, you know, like, putting themselves because we we know like men usually attribute their value to their finances and how much they're worth right so I'd like for you to just say a word of prayer to somebody to some guy guy who might be listening to this out there who's in that season and you know is just feeling lost just because he's in that space where the finances are not coming in and he just feels he's not of value Hmm.
1: sure sure okay um uh Anyhow, oh, that.
3: good. you you good in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna go first too. <laughs> Whenever it's time for us to pray, and it's like just for fun. I'm like, mm, who's gonna pray first? <laughs> <laughs> That's you think he's right, but when he's drawing, he's like, I feel like I should have done this for. Right. I said, y- you should have. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. in the spirit. <laughs> All right. So um, okay, let's pray. Is that it? Do we pray now? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's okay. All right. Um, dear Lord, thank you so much for this um amazing podcast. This thank amazing you. time that we had thank spent you. together. Thank you so much for everything that went out, and I pray that it really does help and reach whoever it needs to reach in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I pray that this message will. Reach the ears of those who you need to hear it. But Lord, specifically, I pray for that young woman who might be listening to this podcast. And Lord, I want to pray against deception in the name of Jesus. I pray for any woman who is sitting here who is waiting for more than a couple of years for just one person and really delaying their life, mm-hmm. delaying their life or either they're not positioned. Lord, I pray, God, that this will open someone's mind, that God can raise up another. If it doesn't work with one person, God will raise up another. Amen. I pray that the women of this generation will rise up. I pray also for them to partner faith and works in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. I pray, Lord, that you will show them different ways to be positioned, oh God. Amen. That they will not just be sitting um you know in one spot thinking that their spouse is going to just come to their front door but lord i pray that they will find different ways to position themselves for their kingdom spouse in the name of jesus these women will hold tightly to the promise and not the Oh god they will hold tightly to the promise and not the person lord, I pray for um i pray holy spirit that you will really pull something within the young women who are watching, who are in my same situation. And I pray that this really opened up their eyes. I pray, Lord, that this was a beacon of light. Amen. To them. I pray that they will receive a ha, a ha, ha, a ha moment <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Amen. They will uh, move forward, God. I pray that, um, I pray Specifically, Laura, that they will be intentional Amen. Intentional with who they spend their time with, intentional Amen. with, who that they are really giving their life to as far as like if these women are sitting here waiting like me, really think about the man that you are sitting here waiting, you know, so long for. Really see, is this person match your standard? Do they match your values? Are they going the same direction? Are you even positioned? Lord, I pray that a blindfold will just be ripped off right now in the name of Jesus. And women will be able to see their situations for what it truly is. Amen. The Jesus, because Amen. Have women who are waiting for the one and they don't even have the right character. I pray that these women will level up in their standards, oh God that they will really understand their value because Lord, you cannot give them what their where their heart is not at. Right. And Lord, I pray that you will begin to stretch them in their faith, stretch them in their um capacity, stretch them in their understanding of their Amen. own value in so, Jesus you. Christ. And to know that they are valuable of a man who desires marriage. All these yay yeah, yeah boys that are sitting here, you know, stringing you along for four or five years and you're, you know, no, Lord, I I pray, I pray that they will release this whole. Oh, I just want to be a girlfriend, but no, you are called as a wife. It's he who finds a wife, finds a good thing. Amen. Who finds a girlfriend. Amen. And he who finds a wife, and I pray that these women will mature as wives, and they Amen. will rise to the, to the occasion, Amen. and they will know that they were created for a time such as this. Lord. Amen. May Lord that they would just mature. I pray they will also mature in their faith and their walk with you. Amen. I pray for a, a deeper level of submission, oh God. Amen. A deeper level of obedience. A deeper le- level of daughtership in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. That they are going out and they are stepping out on faith, that they do not run ahead of you, Lord, but also they don't run behind you. Because you, we talk about running ahead all the time, but Lord, I was behind, okay? You was past me and I was all the way back there. But Lord, mm-hmm. I pray that they will walk with you you amen everything that they do they amen area including their dating and relationship life to you amen amen and lastly, lastly lord i want to pray for healing oh mm. God. i want to pray for healing in these young women whether it's healing from heartbreak whether it's healing from parental <sighs> wounds, whether it's healing from perfectionism anything that is delaying and hindering them from living their full life from being matched to that perfect kingdom spouse for them. Lord, we rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I pray, um, Jehovah Rapha, that you will reach your hand out. You will heal them, oh God. Show them resources. Show them how to actually walk this thing out, Lord. That any mindset, any heart posture that will hinder them in life, Hinder them from moving forward because, God, we don't want to go to heaven full. We want to go to heaven empty, oh God. Amen. I pray that everything that you have declared over their lives will come to pass and will come to fruition in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you have, um, set over their lives, God, while you're laying the foundations of this earth, Lord, I pray that it will not be deterred from them. They will not go to heaven and see what their life could have been. Lord, I pray for an acceleration in Jesus' name, an Amen. acceleration in peace, uh, healing and acceleration and faith and acceleration in positioning and acceleration, even in finances and resources um, and tools. Oh God. I pray Lord that delayed breakthrough begins to locate every single person who's listening to this right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you will find the bone of your bone, the flesh of your flesh. Lord, we pray that the anointing that you have given Charles and I, God, that anyone who is was listening under the sound of my voice who wants to touch and agree and say, I receive. We Amen. pray for that same um, grace for you in the name of Jesus. We Amen. pray for that same grace, oh God. Amen. We pray for that same grace. And we thank Amen. you, God. We thank you for the testimonies thank that um, Abiola is going to hear. Thank and, um, you, Jesus. To her. Um, we thank you so much for her obedience, oh Lord. Thank you. thank you. so much for this platform. I pray that you will grow and expand this platform. Amen. Lord God, I pray that it will reach more and more people in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that she is stepping out, God, as she is... Um Recovering and moving forward from her previous marriage, Lord, I pray that you will make all things new. You will repeat her story in the name of Jesus. Amen. The latter will be better than the former, oh God. Amen. The latter will be better than the former, God. Amen. I thank you, God, because you're such a um, loving God. I pray even she will forgive herself for any mistake that she has made, and the enemy will not use any mistake that she has made against her, but she will be with confidence and boldness that she is a daughter of God, that she is worthy of being redeemed. Hallelujah. Amen. Her uh, marriage, God, and her new union, God, Lord, I pray that it will shake. Shake the, it will shake God something in Satan's kingdom, God. As they come together, God, and they walk forward, Lord, um, and they do Your work for the kingdom, Lord. Amen. I pray, Lord, that they will begin to just rescue people out of the pits of hell in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. That hell will be evacuated because she came together with her kingdom spouse, God. Amen. That when people come into contact with them, they will come into contact with the living God. Amen. When people will hear her story, God, they will. Be inspired and empowered, oh God. Amen. Blessing you grace Abiola for the work that she is even to, to do, God. Amen. Give her more uh, with um, with much is given, much is required, God. Amen. And grow her
0: capacity,
3: God. Amen. And expand. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank um, you. Jesus. We pray for all these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Woo! Amen. <coughs>
4: Woo! <laughs> pass,
3: pass the CD,
0: Charles. <laughs> okay, okay, Charles.
1: <laughs> he knows how to set you on fire, doesn't he?
4: <laughs> okay. <clears throat>
1: Lord, I want to thank you today for. Abiola, I want to to thank you for her platform. I want to thank you for um, her ministry. Lord, I want to thank you for how she is operating in faith. Lord, I want to thank you for how she is operating in your will and following your word and uh, abounding within you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I also want to thank you for... The opportunity to meet Abiola today and share our story on her platform, yes. uh, so that I may that it may touch and inspire all of your children around the world, Lord. Lord, I also want to ask you today for those young men, those men of God, um, those your your sons out there, Lord, who are on their journey to marriage and. They are in the beginning or they're in the middle putting themselves together. Mm. Lord, I call upon you to ignite in their spirit an unwavering faith. Amen. In this journey, we all know that it gets tough, Lord. And yes. when you don't have the faith and when you don't have anyone around you that can ignite you or that can encourage you, yes. or you don't have any signs within your uh environment that are encouraging and uplifting, mm-hmm. things may seem bleak. Mm-hmm. And for those men who are going through that and who are experiencing extreme frustration, who mm-hmm. are who have no idea that they have to go through the fire in order to get on the other side mm-hmm. uh, to inspire them and their spirit to have faith and to not waver lord i want i call upon you to inspire hope in them that what they desire for themselves the calling that you have anointed on them is for real it is for sure and it is not deception lord That it is a priority for you to Guide them there. They just have to have the faith, and part of that faith with their works and its achievement. Amen. So Lord, I call upon you to ignite in their spirit to keep the faith and partner with them on their journey.
2: Amen. Yeah,
1: it is a long one, however, it is one that is just
2: Amen. and
1: one that will be true in the end. Amen. In your in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. That was so, I felt everything in my belly. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for blessing this podcast with your story. Thank you so much for, for what you do. Thank you so much for being obedient. Thank you so much for just allowing God flow through you. Thank you so much, Jumoke, for presenting yourself the way you present yourself because you're such an example of what it looks like when we as women decide to walk with God and we're not... We're not fighting. We're not trying to be all like, yeah, I'm a badass ass bee, blah, blah, blah. Let's it's just, that. you're just resting in the arms of God because you know who you are. And thank you so much, Charles, for stepping up and for allowing God to use you the way that he's using you for being obedient to the calling of God on your life, for not being ashamed to say, you know what, I want to be married and I'm going to prepare myself for that journey and I'm going to do what I need to do in order for me to find a wife. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm again like I said, I'm probably gonna be listening to this and I'm just gonna be like, whoa, mind blown. And um yeah, thank you. Thank Ooh. you. We
1: appreciate it. we appreciate you reaching out. We appreciate the opportunity. Thank,
0: thank you. you. God bless you guys. Shout outs yeah shout out yeah
3: <laughs> so um, make sure that you
0: follow um oh yeah name. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's true i should have
3: said that sorry yeah please please it's okay. It's okay so um <laughs> when at love and that is w-y-n-n like our last name get it haha <laughs> when at love on all platforms on instagram um twitter TikTok, youtube gmail you want to send us an email and send us your story when I love at gmail.com. Um, you can follow my personal page. I mean, I guess I do a lot of stuff, but you know, if you if you come to when I love if you come to my personal page on Instagram, you're gonna see it all. You can follow me at Jumalk at Win, J-U-M-O-K-E-W-I-N-N, um on Instagram. That's where we are the most um, active. Yeah. Um and Charles is Charles M Wynn.
0: <laughs> i'll definitely um, i'll grab you guys is like all that information and i'll definitely leave it in the show notes and i'll also leave it like when i do like the instagram um like when i release the episode i will leave all of that stuff as well in for anybody who wants to contact you i should have asked you that question but i was just too like i'm just mar- marinating of the conversation and i'm just like in awe <laughs> but yeah no thank you thank you so much thank you no thank, you. The thank you thank you
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>